Welcome to the Runners Who Wine podcast. I'm your co-host, Nicole, a certified personal trainer, runner, and self-proclaimed wine connoisseur. And with me is the always amazing Anne-Marie. She's a DVRT master instructor, fellow runner, and wine lover. This podcast is your jam if you're looking for authentic, unfiltered product reviews, information on all things running, and real talk regarding everything that fuels our runs, including a big old glass of wine. So pour yourself a glass and let's get started. Hello, Anne-Marie. Hi, Nicole. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I got a little bit of a cold, if you can't tell from my manly, nasally voice. <laughs> yeah, not the best, especially because like I know it happens every year. It happens to be the first week of my marathon training cycle, which kind of sucks. But it's just the first week. So if there's any week to miss, <laughs> the first week the first week is uh, it'll it'll be okay. I'll be okay. Um what do you do like so what have you have you had to like delay any of your runs or your training runs or whatever? Yeah, I haven't worked out since Tuesday. Wow. Uh, yeah. So I missed two cross training workouts and I missed one run so far and I will probably miss my long run this weekend. Well, I mean, obviously your health's most important. I think we did. Didn't we have a whole episode about how to like deal with being sick while you're training? We did. So I'm I'm listening to my body and just it's telling me to just rest. So that's what I'm doing. And I'll just kind of do a redo and start over next week. Yeah, I think that's the best. That's what I had to do. I mean, I didn't. I was not sick last week, but I had a fairly like high stress week to the point where like I couldn't function. I was trying to just survive, and I didn't make all my workouts or my training runs. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to try to fit it in and stress out more. I'm just going to start <laughs> start on Sunday or Monday or whatever it is. Yeah, that's the plan. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, I hope you feel better. Thanks. Um, so speaking, I mean, like part of taking care of yourself is fueling properly. Yes. And actually, so I know we usually start with what wine we're drinking, but I, I am skipping the wine today. (sighs) So sad. And it's Friday. FYI, everybody. I know. I'm skipping wine on a Friday. Really sad, but. I really want to kick this stupid cold. So I'm going to battle. Drinking is not the smartest thing to do. Drinking, right. Drinking alcohol is not the smartest thing, but drinking tea, (laughs) which is what I have. Tea with whiskey. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, no. Just straight up tea, but this tea is really good. And it has a little description. So I am going to Uh pretend that this tea is wine and I'm going to read it to you. Please. So it's called Green Tranquility. It's from Now Foods, which is one of my favorite companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a decaf green tea. So, and the little description I'll put on my wine voice. <clears throat> Just because it's decaffeinated doesn't mean it has to taste well decaffeinated. It's all about the processing. Done properly, a good green tea retains the botanicals most delightful flavors let's just say we nailed it 
Green Tranquility is a tasty, low-octane blend with a hint of lemon myrtle to liven things up without the worry of jitters or sleepless nights. Wow, I like that. I, I don't know that I've found a decaf green tea before. Yeah, this one's really yummy. So Very nice. Down in that. What about you? What do you have? You have wine. Uh, I'm going to go with my huge. I'm going to go with my huge, and it's Matua. Nice, nice. Yeah, I can't. I just, that was what was in my, nothing exciting today. Do you have a pug in your lap? I I can hear her. She's snorting so loud. She's like, give me some of that wine, mama. Mom. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so the, I'm sorry. I had to to break up a pug fight and... (laughs) Beefy and Dina were fighting, and um, I picked up Dina because she's pretty passive, and she'll just, like, shut up when you pick her up, um, but she has, like, no teeth, so she snorts really easily, <laughs> and she's sitting in my lap. Sorry. <laughs> she wants to join the podcast. She does. She has a lot to say about food. It's her favorite thing. She looks like a mini Jabba the Hutt or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch Star Wars. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Yes. <clears throat> All right, so... Um, speaking of food and hungry things like my pug, um, we're talking about the run fast, cook slow, no, run fast, cook fast, eat slow, quick fix recipe for hangry athletes cookbook today. Yes, they are sponsoring this episode, which is awesome because it means we get to give one away to one of you guys. Yes. And I think the more exciting thing, if you haven't heard of the book before, the authors are actually uh, Shailene Flanagan and Elise Kopecki. Is that how you say her last name? I think so. Yeah. Um, But they, I mean, if you haven't looked at the the cookbook yet, it has a lot of recipes. Yeah, they they actually had a New York Times bestselling cookbook called Run Fast, Eat Slow, uh, right. That I think came out a year or two ago, and this yep. is the second iteration. And all of the recipes in it are fast cooking, and they're also meant to fuel runners. Um, and we're going to give you all the details on how you can enter to win a copy towards the end of the episode. So you got to keep listening. Ha ha. But first, before we kind of talk about this cookbook and all the awesome things, I want to talk to you, Anne Marie, about your fueling strategy. What do you usually do before long runs? Do you eat before long runs? Do you do kind of fasted cardio workouts? What do you eat after long runs? Give me the deets. Um, so, okay, good question. Because I kind of mentioned this the other day. It's changed a little bit since I had my colectomy in February. Um, I I tend to like to um, utilize the restroom before my long runs in general. Um, but that didn't happen when I was pre-surgery. So I kind of would just like have something small and move along. I find that, um, for longer, long runs, I like to kind of have a little bit of like a toast, almond butter, maybe like even an avocado toast before my long, I'm talking like longer than 60 minute long runs, um, for breakfast and then wait like an hour and do it. I have the luxury of doing so because I run when my kids are at school now. I used to wake up super early, but I don't have to anymore, so I don't. Um, But I I generally have like a a carb and some sort of like fat. So either almond butter or avocado, like smashed avocado. Um, 
And then after my runs, I'll come home and fuel like a larger breakfast. So fried eggs or, you know, potatoes or what have you. Um, sometimes bacon. I don't eat a lot of bacon, but sometimes bacon. Um, <laughs> She's like bacon. <laughs> um, but uh, every once in a while, gluten-free pancakes or waffles. I'll make waffles on the weekend. So what about you? Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm kind of similar. Before a long run, um, I will wake up. Before a race, I always do just plain oatmeal with half a banana and some almond butter. So kind of same thing, carbs and a little bit of fat. Um, And I'll usually try to have that like an hour, hour and a half before the race starts. And during the week, like during training, I guess, before long runs, I usually do something a little quicker. So same thing, kind of like toast and almond butter. Mm -hmm. And I usually only have like half an hour. I don't want to wake up super, super early just so that I can eat and let it digest and then go run. So I usually have some toast, almond butter, or if I have some like waffles that I had made that Mm -hmm. I had frozen, I'll pop those in the toaster and then put some almond butter on them. And then head out the door. So I have, again, same thing, kind of some carbs and some fats. And then I get to running. Yeah, I'll do th- I Sometimes I'll have like, I'll make a lot of protein donuts or bars or whatever. And I keep them in the freezer. So like I'll end up bringing it out, you know, like 10 minutes before. Like after when I wake up, wait for a few minutes. I'll, I always have a cup of coffee. I didn't mention that. But I always have a cup of coffee before my run, even if it's fasted cardio. So if I'm going to wake up and just go for a run and there's no need to fuel before, I still have a cup of coffee. Uh-huh. But sometimes I'll have, I'll like if I don't want to cook myself like avocado toast I'll bring out like one of the donuts I've made from the freezer and let it like defrost just slightly before I um yeah while I'm having my coffee and stuff like that so that's another thing that I have sometimes depends but race day I keep it the same it's always like a piece of toast almond butter or some sort of uh that uh what was it that remember when we were going to LA what was the brand vigilante oatmeal or something like that eats Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I can't remember the name. Yeah. So, but anyway, there's like a pre-made, you just add water or milk and you can eat it hot or cold. And it's like an oh super food blend. And I'll eat that sometimes too, or something similar to that. Uh, Yeah. I, I do not have coffee before a run because it will make me have to pee or poop in the middle of my run. Interesting. I usually save it for after, but when I get home from my run, I usually make a giant smoothie bowl because that's my favorite way to get mm-hmm. the right amount of protein and carbs in mm-hmm. um, with protein powder and fruits and all kinds of other superfoods that I want to add in there. And a lot of times I'll add coffee to my smoothie bowl and have a cup of coffee on the side. There you go. Extra, Extra coffee. Caffeine on the side of caffeine. Exactly. Um, yeah, but during the week, I mean, depending on when I, if it's a cross training run or not, a lot of my breakfasts are normally like just eggs with avocado toast and some sort of greens or something. It's very simple, but it's nutritious. (laughs) Can you hear her snorting? I'm sorry. All this food talk is making her so hungry. It's not me. I promise. Well, maybe she should eat something from the Run Fast, Cook Slow, Eat Slow 
Cook she that. might. So what are your favorite recipes? Because I think, and I apologize for misspeaking when I was trying to read the title before, but you have more experience with this cookbook than I have. So why don't you talk about it a little bit? Yeah. So we both got copies of this cookbook, which is amazing. And while I have barely scratched the surface of trying right. all of the recipes inside of it, I have tried some and everything that I've tried so far has been really, really good. So, um, one of the first things that I tried was actually there's a recipe for a slow cooker uh, pork, like pulled pork, oh. uh, mm-hmm. which I know is not really, we're talking about in the morning when we're running and those kind of like what we have in the morning and then after when we get back in the late morning. But this cookbook has everything from breakfast to lunch to dinner to snacks to desserts. And it's all with the purpose of, you know, fueling your run. Both of the authors right. of this book are like legit runners (laughs) I mean Shailene is boss babe right so um I tried their pulled pork and it's a slow cooker recipe so it's super easy you just kind of dump everything in the slow cooker and let it do its thing for a few hours and I've had I've had mixed experiences with my slow cooker in general because Mm -hmm. a lot of times the slow cooker is supposed to maintain a lot of flavor and keep things really juicy But for some reason or another, a lot of the recipes I've tried have either, they've either been way too liquidy or they've dried out the meat. Yeah. The recipe calls for them to cook way too long or something like that. But this recipe was actually perfect. Like the pork shoulder just like fell off the bone. Um, It had tons of flavor. It's Will approved, which always means that it's good when Will actually likes something. Um, and again, it's so easy to make and they give you a ton of options of ways that you can eat it. So you can make like a little burrito bowl with it. You can make a salad, you can do, um, like tacos, which is what we did. Um, and again, super easy, uh, gluten-free, dairy-free, they label all of the allergens. Yes. Um, super easy. And then another thing that I am really excited about, I've not made these yet, but they have something called superhero muffins. Oh, which, yeah, I did see those. Yeah, and I think these would actually be the perfect pre-run fuel. I agree. Um, so, the, And they have three different options. There's apple, carrot, pumpkin spice, and beet blueberry molasses. Whoa, yeah. that's a combo. So I bought all of the ingredients to make the pumpkin spice ones, and I was going to make them this past week, and then I got this stupid, stupid cold. And I didn't want to cook and get my like clammy, sick hands all over everything. Right. So uh, I'm going to make them this weekend. But they, again, they're gluten-free um, and they look they look really delicious. I'm real excited for those. Yeah, no, they do actually look really good. And I, I'm looking forward to giving them a try as well. I was looking just through the contents of the book and it starts with the intro and Shailene's real food story and Elisa's real food story. But I like the way that they have broken up the cookbook. So they have like the run fast, eat slow way, but then, you know, what you need to jumpstart your kitchen, rise and run, what we are talking about um, for like more of a, a quicker type thing, a long run brunch, their salads, dinners, uh, saucy power snacks that are savory power snacks that are sweet and race ready tips. So Chaleen's top 10 race ready tips. Yeah. Um, but when I was 
browsing through because I'm a huge breakfast person just like I'll eat breakfast and then have a second breakfast maybe even a third breakfast for dinner um but like I said before I have a lot of the avocado toast in the day but they have that in there actually and it's really simple and they have it on whole grain bread um but I use like as they um no, the gluten-free bread, and then I have a, I have a half of an avocado, um, not a whole one. I kind of split the avocado in half, and then, but then they also have greens that they saute, and two fried eggs. Which that's, I mean, it sounds a little complicated for some people, but it's actually very simple and quick, especially if you have the greens prepared beforehand. Yeah, the whole point of this book is all of the recipes are supposed to be really easy mm-hmm. um, and relatively quick to make. I mean, the slow cooker recipes obviously take more time, but the amount of time you actually spend on the recipe, like physically in the kitchen doing stuff is really quick. Right. It's not like you're sitting there slaving away. It's like you're preparing the ingredients, throwing them in a slow cooker and moving along. Hence the cook fast uh, part of the title. Right. And another recipe that I really liked, which is, and I haven't laid eyes on this book until just a few weeks ago, but um, that looks very similar to something that I personally make at home was the pizza Cali. And it says for a veggie loaded pizza. And that's in the, um, let's see the dinner bell section. So um, it's, they say you can get homemade or store-bought pizza dough. I usually use some sort of like pre-made crust or a gluten-free pizza crust, which can be a little tricky to handle, but they use olive oil, broccoli, zucchini, pesto, feta, I've done something similar, but instead of the broccoli, I use broccolini, which isn't related to broccoli, even though it sounds like it should be. And I've used dairy-free cheese instead of the feta, and I really enjoy it. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. They, and So a few other things that I really like about this book is you mentioned a lot of the upfront stuff. So before you yeah. even get to the recipes, they have time-saving tools So like little kitchen gadgets you can get that will just help you save a little time on your cooking. Mm -hmm. They have budget-friendly tips. So, I mean, a lot of the ingredients in this book are whole foods. They're all good-for-you ingredients. Right. And there is a misconception that that sometimes is expensive, which it's not necessarily if you shop the right way. So they have Exactly. I was just going to say that. It's not if you shop the right way and if you you extend the life of your ingredients. Right. So they, they have some good budget tips. They have some meal planning tips, and they actually even lay out some sample meal plans so mm-hmm. that you can make what? some of these things, meal prep them, and then use some of the leftover ingredients and other recipes, and also just have a really balanced day what? in terms of I actually food. find really helpful, and like I know a lot of, I, I personally don't, you know, offer like meal planning advice, like I obviously, because I'm not a nutritious or dietitian nutritionist or a dietitian, but I like how they've laid this out as an example um, so that it kind of gives you an idea of when it's not like you're going to eat all of the muffins in like a day, (laughs) even though you want to, even though you want to, they, Um, yeah, they also have, um, they have smoothie and smoothie bowl recipes, which as you know, are my jam. So yep. I'm definitely going to be trying those. I'm flipping through. I'm just going to list off yeah, some other well, delicious I also things. Know, I also noticed that they split up the meal plan between uh, spring and summer and fall and winter. Yes, because one of their money-saving tips is to shop seasonally. Right, so sign up for a CSA, which is helpful. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, some of the other recipes in here, just to whet your appetite a little. There are coconut banana breakfast cookies. Ooh. Uh, let's see. That's in the that's in the quick like breakfast section. Yep. In long run brunch, there's apple pie steel cut oatmeal. There's a spinach and sausage frittata. There are sweet potato waffles. I was just eyeing those. I know. They sound amazing. There's also apple cheddar scones, which sound real good. You know, I've never made a scone before. Me neither. And I've been wanting to. So maybe now I will. I will have to make them gluten-free, but I think I can do that. I don't think that would be too hard. Yeah. Do it. Um, They have a – so under their lunch pail and salads section – there's a Thai quinoa salad, uh, cauliflower tabbouleh, sweet potato salad again. Love I mean, that I'm sweet potato. Um, let's see. What else do we got? What else do we got? They have a curry egg salad, which I'm kind of. Yeah, I was thinking about trying that next week. Might have to give that a shot. And then mm-hmm. dinner bells and soups and sides. There's a bison chili, which sounds boss. It does. There's the slow cooker pulled pork that I made. That was delicious. They have uh, something called bunk burgers. Um, what about the sweet potato chickpea cakes? Yes. <sighs> yes, that sounds amazing. They also have a marathon bolognese. I mean, just really yummy. <laughs> really good looking stuff. Oh my God, turkey trot meatballs. How funny. Right? So cute. Yeah. And they look really good too. There's a picture of them. I'm drooling a yeah. little. Yeah, now I'm hungry. It's almost dinner time here in New York. I'm hungry. Mm. Oh, and she, and I think it's important to note too, this is like, there's, it's a cookbook, but there's also a section once you flip to the back and my pages aren't stuck together where Shailene goes through her active recovery stretches, which oh, I think is nice. nice. Yeah. It's like a little bonus. That's right before the saucy section which they share a lot of different um, whole food, homemade type sauces like turmeric coconut curry sauce and uh, basic pizza sauce. So maybe you're used to buying the jarred variety, but it's, I mean, my husband's Italian, so we always eat homemade pizza sauce, but um, it's it's fairly simple to make, honestly. Nice. Yeah, they also have... There are two different snack sections. There's savory mm-hmm. snacks and then there's sweet snacks. Yes. So depending on what your mood is, I'm, I've been meaning to try one of their minute mug cakes. Because... You know, can I keep fast? I'm really bad at mug cakes, but I, I need to give it another shot now that I'm looking. I love them and I've made them in the past and then I forget all about them. But they're so good because sometimes I have a little sweet tooth, but I don't want to go and make a whole thing of cookies or whatever. So they have three different mug cakes. They have avocado lime tarts, which sound really cool. Chocolate matcha energy balls, which I I mean, I make energy bites and stuff all the time. So Mm -hmm. they're always good. I mean, to be honest, I'm more of a savory person. So I'm eyeing their like sweet potato hummus. Um... They have nori popcorn recipe, which I think sounds really good. Maple turmeric nuts. I mean, just a few different things that you wouldn't like. It wouldn't pop in the top of your head to make. But once you look at it, you're like, heck, yeah, I want to try that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. They have a lot of stuff. And they also list um, 
they kind of list what each recipe is good for. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, they have a lemon gingerade drink. Yeah, that's how And it's really for digestion enhancing hydration. They have their roasted cauliflower and potato recipes for whole food carb loading. Um, you know, all kinds of like, yeah, just kind of tips for how it helps your run. Well, and then did you see in the back they have, um, it says for an energy squeeze for real food marathon fuel, they actually give, it's like, because uh, one of my runners, one of my clients, she's like, I don't really care for gels, I don't really care for chews, but I've been really loving making my own fuel on my long runs, and she'll eat, she'll bring real food with her. But this one has mashed sweet potato, dates, peanut butter, chia seeds, and sea salt, and it's kind of like you can, you know, those little um, reusable squeeze packets that oh, you can yeah. get. Yeah, you like kind of make it and put it in there, which I find interesting. That sounds good. I might have to try that. Yeah, it looks really good. Um, they have a natural sports drink, too, that right. they list. Yeah, sorry. didn't mean to interrupt. No, not at all. But yeah, I mean, everything, I'm really excited that I am an owner of this cookbook. Because... Me, too. I, I guess I didn't realize it until I've been, like, seriously flipping through it recently. I haven't, the kids being back to school didn't give me a, a lot of time to play around with it, but now I'm, like... Can I go to the kitchen right now? <laughs> I know. I'm like, what do I make first? But yeah. yeah, I have a few on my immediate to make list. And if you guys want to make something from this cookbook, you can win one. And Marie, you want to tell them how they can win? So yeah, um, you can win by not only following both Nicole and I, so at Fitful Focus and at Fit Foodie Mama, um, but also our brand new, and don't judge because it is brand new, um, Runners Who Wine Instagram. Um, and then was there something else as well? Yeah, so go to the yeah. Runners Who Wine Instagram page. It's at Runners Who Wine. And like the photo that you see there, there'll be a picture of this cookbook. Run fast, cook fast, eat slow. You'll see it. Can't miss it. And we're going to include a link in the show notes too to take you right there. Yep. But um, like the photo, tag a friend, tag two friends, tag three friends um, to get some bonus entries. And we will pick a winner by yeah, so just, the end of the week. Right. So make sure you're following myself, Nicole, Runners Who Wine, you're commenting, you're tagging all that fun stuff. Um, And we'll put all this (laughs) so that you don't have to remember it all. It'll all be in that Instagram post. So basically all you need to do is go to Instagram right now at runners who wine and you can enter to win. There you go. And caveat, I know sucks, but you have to live in the continental United States. Sorry. Mm. And you have to be 18 or older. Well, it's unfortunate rules of giveaways, but that's just how it goes. How it goes. It is. Um, but I'm s- sitting here staring at the picture of their anti-inflammatory chocolate milk, and I'm like, why haven't I ever tried that? <laughs> I know. Now, I'm so... T- I, haven't, I haven't eaten since lunch now, and it's late afternoon, and I, I'm getting hungry. I, I'm starving. I'm supposed to be going to dinner with my husband and my children tonight, but... Um, I'm like, I want all of it right now. Like, I wish I could order off of the cookbook. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that'd be amazing. Can right? They, can they invent something where you can just be like, that one, and then it arrives? 
Yeah, I don't want to do that. Maybe we I mean, it all looks it. very simple, but <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of done for the day. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really excited to have this as I start my next cycle of marathon training so, so that I can try yeah, some new I foods. I didn't bother to ask you because I'm a horrible friend, but when it, where is your marathon? Oh, I am doing the Miami Marathon. Nice. It is at the end of January. Okay. So I have lots of time, which is why I'm not too... Um, too upset that I had to miss this first week of training because I'm giving myself plenty of time to train. But yes, end of January, Miami Marathon. It will be my fifth marathon. Wow. Yeah. So. I know. I'm, I'm hoping once um, I, I don't have some semblance of normality in the next few years, I can start marathon training again. Um, but I, I, have the, I have the Lake Placid Classic half marathon coming up not this weekend, but next weekend. And then I have Napa, uh, Ragnar Napa Valley oh, coming up the so first fun. weekend of November. And then the next weekend after that, I have the Syracuse half marathon. Nice. Yeah, I have uh, three halves. I have one half every month until cool. the, until Miami. So that'll keep me going. Sure. Very nice. Well, I'm excited for you. And definitely now we have some more. I mean, it's funny because people always assume since we're food bloggers that, you know, we have all these fun, different ideas, but sometimes we just get stuck in the same rut. <laughs> yeah, you know? for sure. It's, I mean, I know nice I do. Kind of, yeah, I always do. I find a recipe I like and I just make it like on repeat. <laughs> well, yeah, simplicity. So is life. But sometimes it's nice to flip through a cookbook like this and just see some inspiration or be able to like have something handed to you. Be like, oh, my God, that's so simple. Why didn't I think of that? Yes, I definitely am going to need to make these sweet potato waffles. Oh my God. They're calling to me. But anyway, all right, guys, go to, go to Instagram, find the photo, run fast, cook fast, eat slow, quick fix recipes for hangry athletes. You can win one. Go check it out. And we will catch you guys in a few weeks. Bye. Bye. Be sure to check out the show notes for everything we chatted about today. And for more from me, Nicole, check out fitfulfocus.com and from Anne-Marie at thefitfoodiemama.com. And for any questions, you can email us at runnerswhowine, that's wine like the beverage, at gmail.com.